When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. I've got to tell you a story. Um, you never know who you're reaching or talking to when you, when you do a show like uh, the podcast. And we are heard all over the world now. We're over 300,000 uh, streams all over in subscriptions. Uh, if you're on YouTube, by the way, like and subscribe. Appreciate that. Um, there was a gentleman that, that visited town uh, just this past week. We're, 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 uh, we're recording this end of April. Um, and um, he listens to, to every single episode religiously. And he made his first trip to Nashville from South America. His name is Sean Casey. Sean, I want to say hello to you and tell you how great it was to meet you. Sean plays all over uh, in, in South Africa, pretty big deal over there. And he took one of the Mark Allen Barnett tours that we talked about. And uh, so I got a chance to watch him perform a bit. And hey, it was a pleasure, Sean. And uh, safe travels back, my friend. We'll stay in touch. Um, and, you know, today <clears throat> we've got a very special guest and I'm very excited to. We've had him on the show before, but as part of the hits and grins, you might remember with Bill White and uh, uh, Victoria Veneer and, uh, of course, Steve Dean, who is our, our, uh, our guest today. Steve, welcome back. Dave, thank you, man. It's good to be here. I've been wanting to have you back to just talk about your career because you're just amazing. Uh, you. What, like six number ones? Yes, sir. Uh, yep, six number ones, including 2007's most played song on the radio was Rodney Atkins. Um, I'm watching you. Dad, ain't that cool? And here's a great story behind that, and I'm sure we're going to get to that. Uh, and that's a song that still gets lots of airplay today. It sure it? does, man. Yeah. It's amazing. It's kind of a, it's just almost unbelievable, really. Yeah. Never would have dreamed it. It was so powerful. And I, I think so many parents uh, identified with that song. So universal. And uh, Yeah. I, back in the day, I had uh, the dads were coming up to me and they were saying, yeah, that's me and my little boy, you know. And yeah. Then, then the moms started coming up going, well, that's me and my little boy. Mm -hmm. No, that's me and my little girl. The boy, the dads would say, that's me. Yeah. So it's universal. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I really even asked my dad one time, I said, Dad, I don't understand why kids like that song so much. <laughs> and he goes, I'll tell you why. He goes, because it's about a kid. It's about a kid. But it's also about an adult. Hmm. So you crossed all the lines. Interesting. I know. We had uh, Kevin Griffin for our 100th episode from Better Than Ezra, and he's written all these great songs for a lot of different folks. And one of the things he always used to say, Steve, which really shocked me, he said, you know, uh, if you want to find out if it's a good song, play it for a kid. Yeah. Play it for a little kid. If they love it, they're dancing around. 
It's a hit. Yeah, I agree, man. I get to watch little kids dance around too when they're there yeah. in audiences. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Well, uh, you know, let's start with that. Can we start with that? Because you know, sure. uh, everybody knows. Uh, can you briefly tell the story again? How you guys wrote that song? Who you wrote it with? And yeah. how it got to? You were writing with Rodney at the time, weren't you? Uh, yes, Rodney and I started. We wrote our first song in nineteen ninety five. Ninety five. Okay. He had just graduated from college, and some friends of mine had just started a uh, a. Uh, management company mm-hmm. and that he was one of their artists and they called me up and said hey we got a new artist named rodney atkins would you want to write with him and i said well sure so they he came over and wrote a song and we probably wrote a good song and i know rodney probably doesn't remember it either but uh mm. we and the way nashville is you go out there and you go in circles all these circles turn well rodney went out there and got a record deal right away wow at curb records and so uh I didn't see him much for a while. And then I bumped into him and Ted Hewitt, his producer over at a hamburger joint for lunch one day. And I saw Rodney. He goes, hey, we hadn't written in a while. We need to write some new songs. I'm working on a new album. Awesome. So for we wrote about eight songs over about 18-month period. So it had been a, you know, a lot of time going by. But one of those songs made it out of it, and it was, it was called Watching You. Watching You. But the story is that um, Rodney was rehearsing at home, going through hell. If that song that was going yeah, through hell, keep on knows, going. That's yeah, right. That's everybody right. knows that one. He, mm-hmm. His little boy was singing along with him, going going through hell. A little <laughs> a little four year old getting to say hell and not get in trouble. And Rodney told him, he said, "Son, you can't sing that tomorrow at school. Why, Dad? Well, because nobody knows that song and they're going to think you're saying a bad word." Yeah. So he ran off to bed. Next morning, about uh, our writing appointment was for eleven. The next morning, about a quarter to 10, I got a call. Steve, it's Rod. I'm going to be a little late today. I've got to go over to the school. Uh, my son was singing Going Through Hell, and he had the whole four-year-old class singing with him. Can you imagine? <laughs> so I got to go put some fires out. Yeah, no so, doubt. <laughs> and I said, well, and so I was work- we were writing with Brian White that day. Love Brian. Great yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, great guy. And, uh, One of these days, we're going to corner him and get him on this show. You should. Yeah, yeah. He's busy. I know he and his wife are very busy. Yeah. But so are you, and you're here. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. So, Brian, <laughs> Brian, come on up here. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I just told Rodney, I said, well, hey, it's okay. Brian and I both have sons, and we get it. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see you when you get here. So, he, yeah. that's when we found out about that story. That's how that song got started. And that sparked the idea? Yeah, pretty much, because I made a comment like, you know, these little our kids are watching everything that we do, so you, I have to be really careful about what I'm saying, what I'm doing, because mm-hmm. I want to. I don't want to project the wrong image out there. Mm-hmm. And, sure, you know. So, so to this point, and that's an amazing story. We're to this point. You're three in the room, um, and you're talking about the idea. Um, and there's so many ways to write a song, but I'm really interested. If you could remember uh, the process, did you did you have a, a, a progression, a melody, uh, a side, or uh, like I I was writing this weekend, and the guy said, "Don't you even touch that guitar until we talk about this and get to saw you know, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> you know, how did it happen for you? Because that is a really cool progression, um, right? What you have there on that song? Well, it was it's one of those things where it was a blank page when we went in there, and we just got to talking about it, and so. We all, I think we all three had guitars out, and mm-hmm. we were all coming up with, you know, getting a groove started. I think Rodney probably tapped out like something, yeah. and, and uh, we were we were needing a, a money, what I call a money chord, and that's in that verse. Oh, that's cool. And so that's what we uh, we landed on that, and I thought this is going to make the song really st- sound different. You know, I love that concept. I've not heard the money chord. 
uh, <laughs> before. I've heard, you know, signature licks, but the yeah, money cord. The ex- money cord. Ex- let's, because we try to teach here too. So tell me yeah. what, what you meant by that. Okay, the money chord to me is, is a chord in a song. Instead of it just being, let's say, D. We're just talking here about this. I'm just thinking right. about the chord. So like a D uh, and... Um, like the, like the one four five six yeah. minor, which is normal, right? And it's just one. It's just one of those chords. I've used it before, and uh, I thought I'm gonna try that just to see uh-huh. what it sounds like. And it tweaks your ear a little bit. I mean, it's something you're not expecting. You don't expect it, and that's why it's called a money chord. I think because mm-hmm. you don't expect it, and it's something that draws you to it. You know, instead of it just being, it could be just regular chords. Mm-hmm. David really could. It could, just it, it could, but one that, again, you're not expecting. It's, it's maybe outside of the key, right? Yeah, so like for instance. Driving through town, just my boy and me, with a happy meal in his booster seat. You're all in D. Uh, sorry. Knowing that he couldn't have the toy till his nuggets were gone. So you go to F minor. It's a, no, it's, it's it? actually a B flat. B flat. Oh, B, I see now. You're finished. Yeah, I played F minor first. That was the wrong chord. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> D to B, B flat. flat to a C. It's it's not expected, and I think that's part of the magic of that song. Yeah. yeah. Let me sing the right melody here. Yeah. Driving through town, just my boy and me, with a happy meal in his booster seat. Knowing that he couldn't have the toy till his nuggets were gone. Cool. It could be this. Into town, just my boy and me, with a happy meal in his booster seat. Knowing that he couldn't have his toy till his nuggets were gone. Your ear wants to hear that G, doesn't it? And, yeah. And then it's a, the money chord is the B flat. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, it is. It just it's just a tweak. I don't know. It's it's a it's not that far off of the G, really. I mean. No, it isn't. The G. Huh. So, yeah. That, that's really, really interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. Thanks for sharing that yes, with sir. us. sir. Yeah. We learn a lot on this show. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those things. It just was. Uh-huh. Now, after you recorded, did you have a feeling that was going to be a huge hit? You know, we thought, here's the deal. We went into the publishing company, to mm-hmm. the professional manager. I'm using air quotes here. Mm-hmm. Professional manager. <laughs> and we said, we, hey, we wrote a pretty good song with Rodney Atkins today. And they said, oh, really? Hey, what do y'all have for Rascal Flats? <laughs> they blew us off. So Unreal. I know. And so, well, but, they missed out on a hell of a song. Well, they got it. I mean, oh, they, they did? That, that okay. company, yeah, it was, it was mm-hmm. part of the publishing. There was one of the publishing yeah. companies in the song. But, uh, but after the, what I was going to say is after it got cut, then they started trying to get it all their writers to write with Rodney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Isn't that something? It's something. You know, as soon as, you know, I, I, I with a, I'm not going to mention it, but I, I remember coming to Cincinnati uh, from Cincinnati to write. And we were writing with a young uh, artist and it was, we were just really happy to write with them. Very talented. He had a, uh, a deal working with curb. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were writing a lot together and he said, you know, I worked for this company for so long. I went wanting to write with these guys and none of them would give me it. You know, they were also in that publishing company. They wouldn't give me the time of day. As soon as I signed this developmental deal, my phone's ringing. They want, he goes, Dude, I'm not that guy, you know? We're going to write with you guys today. And I thought, wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's really something how that works. And we talk about it's the songwriter connection, but it really is important to do that networking. And you never know who you're meeting. It's that small town, big town, but small town. Everybody knows everybody. Yep. And um, 
It's it's just very interesting, isn't it? Oh, I've yeah. I bumped into so many people that way, and I'm in, out on the road with hits and grins, and we get we get a in the car and we're listening to the radio or whatever, and some song comes on them. It'll be somebody that I knew back in the day, and mm-hmm. and I just happened to mention it, and Bill White goes, "Man, is there anybody you don't know?" <laughs> yeah, there's about a bunch of people. There's, like there's some, yeah, there's some we don't know. Well, get to know Steve T, please. Amazing songwriter. Has uh, six number one hits. Uh, we've talked about the PROs, uh, BMI, ASCAP, CSAC. And um, when you get uh, to a point where that song is getting radio play and it gets a million, a million spins is a lot of spins uh, for radio in a song. Yeah. He has, um, you have multiple uh, millionaire awards and yes. a two millionaire uh, award, right? Actually, Rodney is four million. Four million now. I got out of date. I know it didn't take long. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, because it's still getting played. Yeah, still yeah. getting mailbox mailbox money. Yeah. Oh right? boy, yeah. that's awesome. That's very cool. And you've written. Uh, let's see some of the other. I always love the Oak Ridge Boys uh, song. Uh, it, it, it takes a little rain. Right. Man. Great song. Lady. I was uh, working at Cleveland Radio at the time. That was an awesome song. Southern Star by Alabama. I'm just reading some of the songs. Roundabout Way. You wrote that. Will, who's been on the show, right? Will Nance. Yeah. My, buddy, my brother of another mother. Oh, he's a great guy. <laughs> love him. Uh, have a George Strait hit. You, oh, man. Yep. You know. Walk On for Reba. Hmm. Incredible songs. Yeah. And other artists that have, have, have recorded uh, Steve Dean music, uh, Dirks Bentley, Leon Womack, Waylon Jennings, kidding, Waylon, <laughs> Pure Prairie League, uh, John Michael Montgomery, Conway Twitty. Mm. Come on, really? <laughs> Man, that's awesome. It's, it's weird, good. isn't it? You've been here since 1980 was when you came here. First. I moved in 1980. It took me a couple of years to get the nerve to go down and start knocking on doors to, uh, mm. even though that's why I came here, was to be a songwriter. Uh, yeah. It was pretty nerve-wracking. When I first moved here and I woke up in Nashville the first time, first morning, I was like going, wow, what have I done? I mean, it, it felt good, though. And, and I, listen, I can go right back to my very first day here just like that. And uh, if I get into the neighborhood where I first lived, sometimes I'm driving that way, I get that feeling of, wow, this was the beginning right here. Right here. Mm. And so you knew at an early age you wanted to be a songwriter. I started writing songs when I was... Uh, 10 10 years old yeah. and when did you learn to play guitar was about the same time about the same time yeah nine i think i took started taking lessons wow. when i was nine pretty amazing i had read and we talked about it on the podcast uh with the with hits and grins if it weren't for the beatles that's right <laughs> you saw them on tv when you were a kid yes you know? i did i was just turned 10 years old when they were on yeah and i thought that guy on the left over there playing that weird looking violin looking guitar. Yeah. I want to be him. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Yeah. And your dad said, you know, son, they write their own music. That's right. Right. Yeah. I mean, he said, you know what makes the Beatles so cool? And I go, what? <laughs> Besides they're just cool. He goes, because they cool. write their own songs. Yeah. How and, cool. it, and it made, it's just started me thinking about, well, maybe I should write my own songs. Well, that's good. Good. Um, what, now, I remember you were saying you came to town on business and you first saw Nashville and said, like, this is where I got to be. And you came from Little Rock, Arkansas. That's right. I'm okay. from Little Rock. Yeah. I was working with an ad agency in Little Rock. And uh, actually, I, I just graduated from college. I went to okay. UALR down there with a, with a business degree in, in advertising and, and Wonderful. Uh, public relations. And so the first thing I did when I got hired, I mean, I sent a lot of letters to a lot of agencies, and most of them said, thank you for your letter, you know, but right now we don't need any neophytes, (laughs) any new green people, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, I got this one letter from this guy, and he said, "Uh, I've been trying to get in touch with you. You need to call me immediately, because I had a 
I guess it was on an answer machine or something, you know, but I didn't listen to it. But anyway, so I called him and got an interview with him and he's one, he was one of the top advertisers in, in wow. Little Rock. Um, mm. And he went on to do all of Clinton's advertising well, there you go. back in the day too. Mm. So anyway, this, that was before that. But mm-hmm. uh, first job I had with him was gotten in his car. We got in his car and drove to Nashville and that's and, what, five, six hours from the road? It's about six. Yeah. About six, okay. Uh, and that was in, uh, I guess it was early June of um, 1978. Mm. And we drove, he, they sent us around to Wedgwood, and we took Wedgwood off the highway, and, and they took us up to 18th Avenue. Okay. And as soon as we turned down 18th and started going down 18th Avenue South, I got this feeling in my mm. heart, and I was just like, wow. This is where I'm moving. This is this is my calling. It's right here. I know I can feel it. Like, mm. God putting something on me, you know. No kidding. And wow. so, uh, yeah, mm. it took a couple of years to actually make the move. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it t- a couple of years after that to finally, I mean, I wrote songs. Every I worked in a little men's clothing store, and I'd come home, and every day, I, every, right. every day, weekends, everything, I was just writing songs and recording them at home. Mm-hmm. Because I kept thinking, I need to get ready for this. It's passion and dedication right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And by 1983, three years later, you get this cut. A guy named Steve Warner. That's right. <laughs> I know. And yeah. this is, now back then, they say, this is a 10-year town. I don't care what you've done before. Did, did, were you getting stupid advice like that? Or <laughs> Never. I didn't hear the 10-year town thing until quite a bit later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Will Nance may, may have mentioned that 10-year town to me because he, yeah. he, he didn't move here, though. As early as I did, he. Was, yeah. I don't know what year he came here, but I think it was like eighty-eight or nine or something like that. Uh, a lot of I, I think I got here at, at a really great at the right time. time. Yeah, nineteen. Wow. I got in the business in February on February seventh to be exact, nineteen eighty-two. Uh-huh. That's when I got in. Yeah, which happened to be the, the day the Beatles landed in uh, New York in nineteen sixty four. How about that? Yeah, incredible, incredible. Yeah. Now, were you writing for? Uh, you know, when the Steve Warner. Uh, hit came were you writing for a publishing company i was you, i got okay. i got a deal with tom collins tom collins using oh, publishing company barbara yep. mandrill songs and stuff yes sir yeah. uh, we Great had guy. we had ronnie Millsap. he was a producer as well as a publisher that's right wow. had ronnie Millsap, steve warner uh barbara mandrell and sylvia those four loved sylvia she's been on this show too she loved her. Oh, i always loved her we share a birthday together she's really? a couple of years yeah. younger than me but uh what a sweetheart she's a sweetheart yep. she i got my very first cut with Sylvia. With Sylvia. Oh, really? A song called Not Tonight. Not Tonight. On the Just Sylvia album. Oh, my. I just pictured that album cover right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you said that. She actually signed a copy to my dad, to uh, Frank. Uh, Love you, Sylvia. Ah, uh, I bet you Frank loved that. He did. Uh, that's my dad, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. That's that's fantastic. So, uh, let's play, hear a song. Do you want to play one? Play one sure. for us. What and there's like so much to, to talk about with, with uh, Steve Dean as our guest today on the Songwriter Connection podcast. What do you feel like playing? I know you just got back from Texas where you were very busy uh-huh. uh, with hits and grins and so what you know whatever you want to he's uh, a little jet lagged <laughs> oh know, yeah i'm fine though play. i got a good night's sleep okay. i am yeah. doing fine yeah okay well i yeah. could tell you since we you talk, look good you sound good well thank you what well, since we talked about will nance let's do it. what if we do the uh the george Strait song that we got together <laughs> will and i got together in night we met in 19 i'm gonna say, we've, we've talked about this recently he said it's either 95 or 96 and we started writing songs together, and we did, we wrote about five songs, and then we landed on this one. Wow! Uh, we used to have before computers too. I mean, uh-huh. and we used to have um, have our ideas written on little pieces of paper. <laughs> and Will was looking through his, I was looking through mine, and Will goes, "Hey, here's some line. here's a few right here," and he read off a few, and 
he read, you know, just some, it's like, you know, roundabout way. I said, wait, wait, roundabout way. That sounds cool, man. What is that? And he goes, well, I don't know. He, he I was just wrote that down because I was thinking I just kind of missed her in a roundabout way. And I went, you mean like a roundabout time midnight rolls around? He goes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I mean. Wow. I love it when they come together oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll do a little, we'll do a little roundabout way. This was on the, Car- cool. uh, this was on the, uh, what album was this on? Um, Carrying Your Live With Me. See, yeah. Carry yeah. Your, yeah. It was the first, first track on that. It's also got on uh, the latest, greatest, greatest hits. It also got on 50 number ones. Wow. And also 60 for 60. So, that is, you know, so really four George Straits. Did yeah. it make it in the movie too? No. No? No, it was before. It was, the movie was before, I think. Okay. Anyway, here it goes. <laughs> Leaving well, that's kind of right. Cause when I'm out with them, I don't let her mend rule the night. For the most part, I'm okay. But I still miss her in roundabout way. Midnight rolls around Yeah, that's around about the time my tears start falling down Cause she's not around I come unwound and my heart breaks Cause I still miss her in a roundabout Sit at home for hours by the phone, wishing she would call. Just the other day, I took her smiling face down off the wall. Well, I've come a long, long way, but I still miss her.
still one of my favorite uh, George uh, Strait songs. And Thank uh, you, Dave. Well, it. And it's just so darn clever. Still miss her in a roundabout way. <laughs> Yep. Will told a, a really cool story about that, how it got him in trouble with the ex-wife. That's, he changed one line in the second verse. He did. And, and I, played, I played that song out with at times with other people that uh-huh. played with Will. And after, yeah. the, after the song was over, the guy goes, hey, that's not what Will sings in his song. <laughs> Go back, listen to the Will episode. You'll find this story. It's pretty funny. Steve Dean is our guest hit songwriter, and it's it's good to have you, Steve. Really is so good to be here, man. I, I really want to um, focus in a little bit on some real important work that you do, uh, and talk about Freedom Sings. Okay. Um, and and I know you've done a lot with that. Uh, week before last, you were um, working with them and, and doing shows. We were in Shil- up in Shiloh, Illinois, which is mm. uh, Illinois, which is a suburb of St. Louis. Okay. And we we do. Uh, we uh, do retreats, what we call retreats, and we pair. Uh, what Freedom Sings does is we pair songwriters with uh, veterans, yeah, and they tell us their story. Amazing, and work. we make a song out of it. We've written over five hundred songs so far That's in the last crazy. seven years ish. Wow, mm. yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I prayed about this. As a matter of fact, I think early in, when I was leaving Little Rock back in nineteen eighty, in February of nineteen eighty, the night before I moved. I prayed for a uh, a lot of things because I knew I was le- leaving home, going somewhere. I was going to go be a songwriter, but I didn't really know what that would take. <laughs> um, I asked God to open some doors for me. Yeah. And I said uh, early, if, so I would know if I'm supposed to be there or not. That's the main thing. Yeah. And then um, I asked for some, you know, I said, and if that's the case, I'd like to have some success along the way, but I really want my biggest success to be later in my career. Mm. And so I feel like that uh, I, I really believe that the Rodney Atkins song was one of those big, big things that happened in my career. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I didn't ask for it. It wasn't a the biggest financial thing to happen in my career, but it was the biggest thing that I could possibly do. And I know I truly believe that it's Freedom Sings USA. And I was led to this um, by um I, w- I did a retreat back in, I guess it was in 2014, June, I believe, in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, Don Goodman, myself, Bobby Allison Standifer, who's our executive director and, and business brain behind all this. Um, that's where the where we all kind of got together and met. And we kind of got this idea of doing this because we loved what we did. I wrote with a veteran for the very first time on that retreat, and I didn't know what I was getting into. Mm. I didn't know how. I mean, I always knew there was a war going on, yeah. But I didn't know what actually happened in the war. And this man that I met, Will, his name is Will. Um, we still talk to this day. I mean, it was such a meaningful thing uh, to write with him and to get him to tell me a story. And that's a brave thing for any veteran to do because a lot of people, a lot of the spouses don't know any of it. The the stuff we find out and write into a song, they come up to us with tears. And I said, I never knew that. Yeah. Most of the veterans I've known don't like to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. And I don't think it's healthy to keep it all inside. Well, see, that's what we're, that's what we feel like is, is, Uh is the kind of the, the success of this is to be able to get them to get this out onto paper Right, and then music is a healer. It is when when the guitar comes out. Sometimes that changes the the whole thing. The very first meeting that we ever had mm-hmm. uh, was in Chattanooga, 
in uh, 2015, and we had six people around the table. Uh, and then Don and I was sitting over there, and Bobby's sitting where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. And it was dead quiet. I mean, nobody was saying a word, and it was – I thought these guys aren't going to like me because I, they're not that much older than me, but they, but all I've done is written songs and played my guitar, you know, yeah, yeah. they've been in battle. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. the first guy that finally spoke up, his name was Jerry. And he said, he goes, I've got some poems. Mm-hmm. And Don says, do you want to read them? And he goes, Nope, you read them. <laughs> wow. So, um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, um, Jerry, has become he he's like he's the first guy so i mean if jerry walked in here right now i'd just say dave i'm sorry i gotta go over here for a minute <laughs> and we'd get in the corner and wrestle around a little bit and it's just that kind of a thing wow it's a lifelong it's a lifelong friend that's and awesome I, i've only known him since 2015 wow but that's the way most of them are i mean when as you get to know veterans uh and they get their stories out there's a guy named ryan too who put this whole shallow um retreat together this couple of weeks ago a couple of weekends ago and he's he's an iraq guy and when i first met him i was i was like man we got to stay strong together here yeah you know? yeah because and he's he decided that he uh he's an advocate against uh military suicides yeah that's a big but problem. he's but he's but he yeah. wrote a song called i almost killed myself today oh man and so and i saw him after that you know i was like ryan you're the advocate, man. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, we got to have you here. Well, he's getting his law degree right now and <laughs> wow. he's, and he's going to go in and he's going to do, you know, all his work for veterans is going to be gratis. He's oh, an wow. amazing guy. Wow. Sounds like it. He is. He's yeah. so, you would love him, man. <laughs> he was a rapper too. He's a white guy rapper. He's just so cool though. And Maybe we could do a feature show where we really, really dig into it and, and, uh, um, we could do a, you know, uh, maybe a session. Uh, we can yeah. write it together. You know, um, and then talk about it. It's, yeah, it's really cool. So this has been a, a kind of a ministry for you, huh? Oh, by by all means. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I knew a war was going on. I didn't really know. Uh, I mean, I got a draft number mm-hmm. back when I was in high school. It was 120. Was the number I, they pulled? And the year before me, they they drew 125. But the year, my year, they only drew 80. They only called 80, but none of them, nobody had to go because it was at the end of the, yeah, the, end of the war. war. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, there for the grace of, there, but for the grace of God, right? You got that right. Yeah. And most of the veterans tell me, they're saying, yeah. man, wow. you better be thanking God that you didn't have to do that. Mm, I'll bet. Yeah. yeah. Listen, let's take a real quick break. And yeah. come back. I want to hear one of these songs that you're sure. talking about. You got right? it. Yeah. Be right back. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Having a fascinating conversation with Steve Dean, hit writer, uh, about an organization called Freedom Sings. And you can find out more information. Uh, it's Freedom Sings USA. USA. Dot org. Org. Dot org. Please go to that. Write it down. Uh, find out more. And especially if you're a veteran. Uh, so um, how, do, how do they get involved uh, through, the, through this? Well, they can, on the website, you can. Uh, there's a place where you can go to info at freedomsingsusa.org. It's an email. Uh-huh. And it's, all we have to do really is, is uh, if you're interested in, in doing this. And, and truthfully, there's no pressure to do it. But if you wanted to come on to our, to our Zoom meetings, it's, they're every Wednesday well, at 8.30 Central. So whatever, wherever you are in the world, it, it's 8.30 for me, <laughs> Central Time, <laughs> yeah. uh, till 10 o'clock. If you're Eastern, it's 9.30 to 11 and so forth and so forth. But, um, yeah, you can just send your email address to info at freedomsingsusa.org, okay. and we'll get you on the list. And then we'll send you an invitation to the Zoom meeting. And you have a lot of writers involved, uh, hit writers and known writers. And, we do uh-huh. on the in the class level where we're what we're talking about right now is uh, it's Don Goodman and myself right uh-huh. now, and then we have other classes. We have a female all female class on Tuesday nights. I believe it's at uh, six thirty, uh-huh. and then uh, okay. we have a um, we have a uh, what else? Oh, we're we're doing a <laughs> hello. I'm right in the middle of this. We're mm-hmm. doing a, a, a national. VA veterans nurse through the VA nurses that are veterans and okay. we're doing an album project on them because next month is nurses month okay and so we're we've been in the studio recording new these new songs that we've been writing so wow. they have like Bobby Tomberlin oh, Bobby's a great guy yeah Bill yeah. White Bill White uh, Wood Newton comes along I love Wood yeah um, <laughs> and uh, you know I'm trying to think um Oh, Minnie Murphy. I don't know if you know her or not, but she's, I don't. she's heading, she heads up the, the night class for the women. Wonderful. And it is, that class is going great. Wonderful. And Hunter Girl works with you too, right? Hunter Girl. Yeah. She's been, <laughs> we've known Hunter since she was about 17, I guess. Really? And so we've been bringing her along. We took her on, we've taken her on a lot of retreats, like out to Colorado when we've done those retreats. And she's really a great, she's great I'll at bet. what she does. And she and, really is. And yeah. she's such a human. And uh, she has such a heart, you know. And, yeah. But she's pretty busy right now. I'll bet she's busy after was American Idol she was on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's got we've got a couple of song, nurses songs with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she actually started the night class too. And then when she got wow. onto American Idol, then Minnie Murphy came in and took over. Is doing a great job with that too. So okay. So tell me how you approach this um, when when you're writing a song um, uh, with these veterans. Um, you've got a few, or you, you focus on one story, or do they pair you with uh, somebody? How do you how how do you decide who's writing when where? where uh, well so like don and me write as a team okay uh don's a fantastic lyricist i do the music part of it okay and so we're it's like a 
Lennon McCartney, I guess, I mean, sort yeah. of, you know, anybody that writes lyrics and somebody writes the melody and then make all that fuse together and, and uh, you know, phrase out really well. Because Don and I both are phrasing freaks. I mean, we mm-hmm. want it to phrase perfectly every oh, time. Sure. Yeah. And if a line doesn't phrase perfectly, then we work on it till it does, you know. But uh, what we do in a retreat, and that's when I have, like, Bobby Tomlin comes to the retreats a lot of times and Wood Newton will come and Bill White, Minnie Murphy. If we have female veterans mm-hmm. uh, in the retreat, we'll bring Minnie. And, right. Um, because that's just important, I think. The we, women relating to each other. Because a lot of times there's things that happen in the military for women that oh, yeah. they don't want to talk to a guy about. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get imagine. that, and I'm really sensitive yeah. to that too. So, but mm-hmm. um, so we go into this retreat. We'll go into the town, like in, up in Shiloh. We went. We have a thing called a meet and greet on Friday night, and on Friday night um, we just there's a, there's food out there, and mm-hmm. people are just meeting each other and we do a little do a little guitar pull so to speak i mean this last time it was will, it. will nance and wood newton and bill white and me and we did uh we just did a little gave them a little uh nashville songwriters round we did two or three songs a piece you know very and cool that mm-hmm. way the and all the veterans that were going to be participating were there and then they pick who they want to they? work with oh no kidding okay yeah so uh uh, yeah, it's cool how it works. And then, yeah. then so Saturday morning we get together for breakfast, another little kind of a meet and greet, but you're kind of getting with your guy, your veteran, and you're talking and stuff. And and then uh, at 10 o'clock you go in and, and start writing the song. And usually 1 or 2 o'clock you've got a song. Wow. And then uh, we have the afternoon generally open to just rehearse our new song that we just wrote because we're getting ready to perform that song at five o'clock or six o'clock that night okay uh, so then you uh, go ahead and perform the song. do a little concert it. for yeah. for the for the group and it's you know this last time we had uh we had four four new songs that weren't even existing that morning wow and then we got to play them and it was really great wow and you've even recorded some of these we try to yeah we record them when we get the funds to do it yeah and there's a video out there of one um there is uh we shot the pictures they shot the guns was uh the it was a song that we wrote in Little Rock, which actually was the very first song we wrote at the very first Little Rock. It wasn't really a retreat either. It was just a, uh, we had a couple of, of uh, veterans. That were, uh, one's Vietnam, one was World War II. We had a couple of veterans. And so, but Bruce Wesson is the man who saw, whose story was about being the, the Vietnam War photographer. And my dad wow. is friends with Bruce. They went to the same church and same church I grew up in. Wow. And I happened to be home one weekend and, Dad was saying, you know, you ought to talk to Bruce because he was a Vietnam veteran. He might really want to do what you're, you know, get involved in this. And so, so I bumped into Bruce in the hallway at, at uh, the church there and mm-hmm. told him what we were doing. I said, you know, got this co-founder of this group called Freedom Sings USA, and and we pair songwriters with veterans and tell their story. And man, you have a an amazing story, and I didn't even know that. Uh, would you like to tell your story? And we'd make a song out of it. And he goes, I, he goes, man, I never thought about doing that. But let me think about it, and I'll call you back. So middle of the week, about Wednesday, he called me and said, Steve-O, I want to do it. I think it's going to be a good thing to do. So we planned to go down to Little Rock. And we wrote with two other, we wrote with one other veteran, too. It's Dr. Paul Fair, by the way, who was a World War II wow. Purple Heart recipient. Wow. And was in the honor guard for um, MacArthur. Gee, Wow. Impressive. It's very impressive. But yeah. anyway, so and we got his song too, and it, it's it's wonderful as well. And it's all those songs can be heard on the website. Okay, freedomsingsusa.org. Awesome. Go all there. Right. Check Every, it out. All right. Now let's hear this set. Yes, sir. Yeah.
The film went back from Cameron Bay In a classified bag to the USA But the negatives stay in my mind I've looked at them a million times We shot the pictures They shot the guns Never belonged, just tagged along Didn't fit in, wasn't one of them They were fighting to keep each other alive I was a 1LT with the Nikon 35 We shot the pictures They shot the guns It ain't all in black and white The blood runs red in the middle of the night There's a place to hide but no escape We froze time in a hell of a place The gallery of war The late grade 68 We shot the pictures They shot the guns While the survivors of a firefight Are digging in for a long night We fly out with the wounded and dead And fight with guilt in a warm dry bed We shot the pictures They shot the guns It ain't all in black and white the Blood runs red in the middle of the night There's a place to hide but no escape We froze time in a hell of a place The gallery of war the late great 68 We shot the pictures They shot the guns Guns I made a deal with the prayers I prayed If I live through this I'll pay it back one day People walk through these halls, they'll see the truth there on display. The orphans, the widows, the soldiers and the pain won't be left in the jungle, standing in the rain. No, it ain't all in black and white. The blood runs red in the middle of the night. There's a place to hide but no escape We froze time in a hell of a place The gallery of war The late great 68 We shot the pictures They shot the guns mm. We shot the pictures You know, and, and, and just just a quick comment there on the way. It's such a powerful song, but I love the way you end it. It doesn't resolve, does it? No. No. As it should. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Incredible. Thank you. Incredible. Yeah, it's it's very, a, very moving. And, mm. and in the video is if you go to We Shot the Pictures. Please do that. YouTube. Mm. On YouTube. Should be a still picture of a helicopter shows up. And uh, it's a it's a video of of uh, his work. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. He took the pictures that he made, and, and he he was careful about his the ones he picked. Yeah. But um, yeah. Bruce told me he said uh, that could have been could have been, oh. but he. Uh, I'm sure there was lots of gruesome. Yeah, he made a he's he, he's out. a he was a a marketing guy mm-hmm. in his whole career and was very very successful. And, and he and a friend of his got together and and put this uh, video to this music. Wow. Incredible, and that's just one of many stories that you're you're hearing. Yeah, one of yeah. What did you say? Like five hundred songs. We've written about. We we guess. We're not sure, but but uh, Don and I've written at least five hundred songs with veterans. I can't imagine how these stories just touch you. I, I just can't. Um, a lot of tears. A lot of tears. I bet. Oh yeah. Um, we just, especially when the stories are being told. Mm-hmm. You know when when the, when the real guts to the thing comes out you know it's just yeah. like uh and when we had our live classes it was a lot of times there was not a dry eye in the, in oh, the room bet. i mean including men, definitely mine yeah and and just some of it's just such a touching thing and what it does to a human being i mean to mm-hmm. have to go through what they had to go through you know let me tell you you think you have problems right. do you think you have problems that's right you know that's right yeah you don't yeah that's incredible. It's mm-hmm. incredible work that you do. Thank you, man. Really commend you. Appreciate it. All the best with that. Thank sure. you. Yeah. yeah. Let's get back to writing. Um, and writing hits. <laughs> yeah. You mentor a lot of young uh, um, writers and, and artists in this town, and you must get a lot of enjoyment out of that, too. I do, because you know what? I was mentored by a lot of great writers in this town, Were too. you? Who were some of the guys that, that you looked up to? Oh, uh, Wayland Holyfield. Oh. Um, yeah. Let me think. That's I mean off the cuff. I, I was so many in the past. I mean right. Roger Murr was. Oh man, he was. Uh, you guys written some great songs together. Yeah. We did, yeah. and, and I learned a lot from Roger. I mean he was he was amazing. Uh, Look him up, folks, if you don't know him. Look yeah, him up. Roger Murr. Yeah. <laughs> Look him up. <laughs> um, and let's see who else. We wrote the actually Roger and I wrote the, the Waylon Jennings cut that I have. Yeah, that's so cool. And uh, Waylon cut. That's awesome. Waylon. Yeah. Which song was that? It's called Shadow of Your Distant Friend. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Man. Matter of fact, this group that I'm going, I'm going out to Los Angeles this uh, coming Wednesday, and there's a group out there that's we're going to do this show together, mm-hmm. and they've they've that's one of their favorite songs to do yeah. in their band. Is because and they said, "Do you care if we sing it?" And I'm like, <laughs> Don't you "No, know? go ahead. That'd be I'll sing harmony with you. That'd be great." And you're out there, you're going, "I'm going to come out and open up for you guys." And they're like, "No, you're not." That's <laughs> what I said. I mean, I was like. <laughs> You got, he goes, no, we're going to back you. We're backing you up. I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's all. What an honor. It is. Oh, really, really, really is. <laughs> That's very cool. What kind of things are you doing today? What, what, what's happening today? I know you keep a very right, a busy writing schedule, don't you? Well, I do. Uh, today, actually, I'm coming back off the road. I usually mm-hmm. try to keep the. Oh, you got to recover. Keep a little, yeah, yeah. I had to do a little recovering. But uh, actually, we have a Freedom Sings meeting on the VA, uh, National VA Nurses. Mm-hmm. Uh, since Nurses Month is coming up, and we're we're doing some final, trying to find a venue for uh, May the twelfth mm-hmm. to do uh, to do this album drop, so to speak, party. Uh, oh, cool! And uh, talk to several places around town. We're trying to find here in Nashville. Here in Nashville, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're meeting on that today at, at one thirty. And Good. Um, keep us posted on that. I will. Yeah. I most definitely will. I mean, yeah. and anything, uh, all things Freedom Sings is um, yeah. We'll so, talk about it on the radio show too. We do think thing called the Nashville Connection, yeah, and it's something I'd love to talk about on. That sure, too, man, absolutely. Yeah, so, but I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, no you did. 
<laughs> so Freedom Sings is going to be uh, an album release party, kind of. A, uh, yeah, we're calling it an album drop party. Album drop. Yeah, that's a kind of a maybe a new say, way of saying it, or maybe yeah. it's not. I don't know. But no, I like that uh, album drop. It's not a CD. I mean, yeah, there's no CDs. There's anymore. no CDs, right? It's so, so weird. It is very weird. I always. Yeah. I mean, I love. I still have all my vinyl too. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, I do too. At the bottom of my one of the closets at the house, there's all these albums. You know, of course, I get comments about it occasionally from my wife sweet wife Lori. yeah yeah <laughs> hi Lori. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, i'm a vinyl junkie so yeah. yeah don't even get me started there. i know don't i got get down there. i got it all i've got them all that i had and they're all in pretty good shape i never i lent out one i lent out a record one time uh-huh. perfect condition it came back all scratched up oh, and i'm yeah. just like how does that happen why and so people would say hey you got that new record by you know and i go mm-hmm. yeah i do you go can i borrow it and i went no. no, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll uh, make you a cassette recording. Of it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I've, yeah. I've had the same the same situation. But you know, they're selling more vinyl today than that's than what I'm hearing. And I don't know where they're selling it. But yeah, um, yeah. maybe you buy it online. Is that how you get? Uh, it? You know, uh, there are a lot of record shops that are that are opening up again. Uh, vinyl, and they're selling new and used. So, yeah. uh, and I love it. Whenever I find one, I like to go and I shop. You know. Yeah. Uh, but there's a place online called Discogs. Have you heard of them? Mm. Uh, like every now and then I get in mind, you know, there's an old record and I, I gotta have, I don't have that, but I gotta have that one. Right. And I'll go on their website and I'll find it and they'll have, what they do is they have this, all these vinyl stores across the country, all over the world actually. And they can register, they have got this one for sale and this one to sale and you, you get some great deals, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, an example, um, Michael Stanley from, from the Cleveland area is one of my favorite songwriters and rock arts. We lost him a couple of years ago. He was also a big DJ in Cleveland. Okay. And his, there was a song from his first album was running through my mind and I go, I don't have that album. And I went and I found it and there it was and boom, $4 plus shipping and handling. That's great. And yeah. I got it. It's a good condition, but that's the kind of thing, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, all the you know back in like I was saying I made a cassette of so, of an album from somebody well you know you really weren't yeah. supposed to do that you're supposed to buy the record yeah 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 and but then when man when digital came along boy oh boy uh, I remember somebody around 2000 somebody telling me goes Steve we're getting ready to get screwed as songwriters I go for what he goes the whole digital thing they're gonna just and then all of a sudden Napster came out yeah and yeah I'm like going wait what yeah. file sharing yeah file sharing and yeah. now it's like yeah it changed the industry didn't it yeah i mean I, for example i'm just gonna tell you this real quick from mm. from streaming to airplay t- transitioning into streaming now because that's mm. you know a big thing yeah i was in 2014 now this was so many that's uh, nine years ago yeah i started noticing on uh, watching you there was in just one i think it was uh pandora Okay, I was Pandora. Pandora, and I was, okay. And I started noticing millions of streams. Yeah. Well, that, I watched it for one year, and it was like, it totaled like 18 million streams. That's, that's significant. But? But I got paid $600. That's just wrong. 300 was my writer's share, and 300 was my publishing share. So you have your own publishing on that? I, I did, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's great. But but that sucks. It does, and I mean, I'm I don't know. I mean, 
I don't know who has the answer, but we've talked about this in the past. Yeah. It, you know, it's, still, we go after the songwriters, the radio airplay. You want to have that single because yes, you do. that is one area that does pay still. It the, does. The mechanicals, selling the mechanicals, not as, not so much. Uh, streaming is ridiculously low. Yeah, I think it's gone up a little bit, but not enough. A little bit, a little bit. Um, but the thing, the thing that blows me away is these radio stations, even the little ones, the little guys, are paying exorbitant amount of money to the PROs. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a big portion of their, and they, they, do, they do it by how much money you make, your total billing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a lot of money, especially for the little guys uh, that they spend. While these companies like Spotify and Pandora are streaming them and giving you next to nothing. Right. And they're making billions. Yes. It's just not fair. And we've got... There's, there, somebody's got to have an answer. Somebody got to figure smarter brains than me. Well, way smarter than me. That's yeah. for dang sure. Got to figure it out. I mean, it isn't fair. I'm isn't just right. like going, I talked to a guy at BMI once, uh, not in, not one of the guys down on the writer reps, not one of those a guy upstairs. And I said, man, and I talked to him about that. I said, dude, yeah, this thing got 18 million, 18 million. streams, which yeah. I know other people that got 50 million streams on some of theirs and they got, oh, they got paid like a thousand bucks, <laughs> you know, but, uh, wrong. but, he said, now look, man, don't get it confused with an airplay and a stream. Here's the difference. An airplay, they put the needle down, play it one time, and it goes out to millions of people. A stream comes into one computer at a time. <laughs> okay. I'm like, wow. Okay. okay. I mean, what else are you going to say to I'm that? I'm trying to justify that. <laughs> I can't. That's got me thinking. I know. One yeah. stream at a time. Well, you know... In- but sometimes there's a lot of other people listening. You know, you're playing it at a party or something. Right. It's not the same as a broadcast, no. but um, I think radio is becoming less and less um, um, relevant today. It is. People are listening more online. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I never really quite thought about it that way, but maybe he's got a little bit of a point there. Oh, he does. He's yeah. he's one of the dudes give upstairs. Him <laughs> yeah. Give him that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he's helped me so much. I mean, he's tell me, told me a lot of things that are, uh, you know, and helped me with dealing with my catalog and stuff too. Yeah, so yeah. he's he's the guy for me. I, I guess I guess that just would just hit me here. Um, you know, uh, back in the day when we buy it, you get a mechanical, right? But when you stream it or download it, it's still yours, right? right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when you had a million records sold, you had that was that was gold, right? On a single, what five hundred on a was, on an album? How, yeah, gold. half a million on an album. But yeah. if you if you do uh, a million on a stream. I had 18 million streams. <laughs> 18 million streams? Yeah. That's like gold 18 million. In my book. Anyway, anyway. Well, yeah. What do I know? Yeah, no, what do I know? Cause what I was, do I know? I added that up. I did do the math <laughs> on the airplay scale. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking. <laughs> it is heartbreaking. It really is. I've got a lot of independent cuts out there with, with well, over a million uh, streams. And really, it's you're, you're right. I mean, right. 30 bucks here. To, yeah. You know. Uh, we go to Waffle House whenever that check comes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we spare no expense, That's man. Right. I'm telling you. We go to the one in Brentwood where they valet park your car. We we go all out, you know. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, that's another podcast. And someday I'm going to get a big lawyer in here to talk about that. And we'll just do a whole show on that. That's what I want. That's, you that's, really should. That would be yeah, great. I think That would be so educational show. for every all of us, including me. Yeah. yeah. So please, Mr. I'll, lawyer, come yeah, in and yeah, do this. Yeah. We're going to do that. I have a guy in mind, too. We're going to do that. Awesome. Hey, why don't, we, why don't you take us out with another one of those big hits that okay. you got? Or or something that you want to do. It doesn't have to be. I mean, you've got you've got something that uh, you've been playing out recently. Yeah, I've that, got a new song that I go, let's do the new song. I love the new stuff. Yeah, this one is uh, really a 
means a lot to me, and and I, I think it's it's a, a song about life, really, and and uh, some in uh, conquering life a little bit when you're in you know has some dire straits, and I mean there's um, well you'll hear the what, what it's saying in the words, and and uh, but I do this out now every show, great, and uh, I get a lot of comments about it too, so can't wait to hear it. They're pitching it around. It's called uh, Somebody Believed. There's a candle in the window That shines out to the street When your baby is a prodigal A mama never sleeps One night she heard his footsteps While she was on her knees Just an ordinary miracle Cause somebody believed There's a flag that waves where there ain't no wind On the bright side of the moon Romeo's find Juliet's And Johnny's find their June There's a Taj Mahal, no Berlin Wall And Dr. King's undying dream All because somebody believed There's a bottle of black label that ain't never been poured. A sober reminder in the trunk of his old Ford. He used to be a drowning man, so the souvenir he keeps. Now he puts his faith in the one who left footprints on the sea. There's a flag that waves where there ain't no wind on the bright side of the moon. Romeo's find Juliet's and Johnny's find their June. There's a Taj Mahal, no Berlin Wall, and Dr. King's undying dream. All because somebody Maybe having faith ain't a waste of time It's possible, impossible, it's just a state of mind There's a flag that waves where there ain't no wind on the bright side of the moon Romeo's find Juliet's Johnny's find their June. There's a Taj Mahal, no Berlin Wall, and Dr. King's undying dream. All because somebody believed. All because somebody believed. Is a gem. Oh my gosh, what a great song! Thank you, sir. Who'd you rate that with? Billy Montana. <clears throat> oh my god. And Bill D. Luigi. 
I remember Billy <laughs> Billy Montana when he had his record deal. He had some oh, great songs. He's yeah. a great songwriter. Yeah, he is. And Bill DeLuigi's been on this show, too. He's a very interesting guy. Love Bill. Yeah. Love them both. Wonderful. Uh, Billy Montana's um, like a my brother of another mother, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we started writing together in 1986. Wow. When he yeah. first, he had his record deal at the time. And mm-hmm. um, so, and then uh, he actually got the, the uh, what was it called? Um, I can't think of it, but I know it. Yeah. I'd love it. Something tone. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that out. <laughs> Uh, but uh, never mind. But anyway, yeah, Billy and I have written a lot of songs. But we we uh, raised our kids together. Did you really? Yeah, he. We met in '86. Uh, we actually got our families together in 1989 for Father's Day. That was the first time that we all got together. And Donna, and he, Lori, and me, and then mm. Randy was three and a half, and my daughter was three and a half. They were one day apart. Oh no! In kidding. age, and then Charlie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're Charlie. Their middle son. Uh, and then Harrison, my youngest, was in a crib, like one of those carrier cribs. He is he was born in April of eighty nine, and so he was two months old or whatever. And Donna was pregnant with Danielle, so all these years we've raised our kids together. And That's awesome. So we're we we had our fortieth we both had fortieth wedding anniversaries this past year, and we went to Cabo to celebrate. Oh, that's fun! Ours are coming up too. In June, 40, oh, Penny and I. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, the time is, I mean, 40 years? It's crazy. I know. And it, it's nuts to even think about it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I want folks to check you out. You've got your own webpage, too? I do. SteveDeanMusic.com. Dot com? Yep. Check it Lots out. Lots of great stuff there. Uh, Freedom Sings, don't forget about that. It's important work. And uh, FreedomSingsUSA.org is the website. And mm-hmm. there's also Freedom Sings USA. On, uh, you can follow us on Facebook as well. Do it. Please do. Yep. And if you're listening, uh, like and subscribe for us, uh, too. We're everywhere you find podcasts. We Every Wednesday, we, uh, we've we got a new uh, new feature for you. Thank you for joining us. And Steve, all the best, man. Oh, man. Thank Appreciate you. It. Same to you, man. I really, I know you're you're doing great with this podcast, and I'm really, I'm really thankful to know you, man. Man, same here. We're honored to have you, really. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.